Welcome to Journey Through Classical Piano. I'm your host, classical pianist Yoon Kim. Every other Wednesday, I feature in-depth exploration of one classical piano composition. Regardless of whether or not you're a lifelong lover of classical music, this podcast is meant to show you how important and relevant classical music is to today's world and to bring live piano concert experience right to your living room. I believe that classical music is for everyone, so let's start listening together. Before we get started, I would like to thank my new sponsor of the show through Patreon, Chris Dapp. In our communication through Patreon, he said he's a piano student living in Victoria in Australia and playing piano for six years. He was telling me that he loves this podcast and his favorite episode thus far is one about Gollywog's Cakewalk by WC, as he will be learning that piece soon. So best wishes on your piano journey, Chris, and thank you for supporting the show. If you like to support the show, please head over to patreon.com slash journey through classical piano. I post some exclusive contents only for Patreons there as well. If you love the podcast, I hope you consider supporting my endeavor of spreading the beauty of classical music. Today, I will be talking about Brahms Original Theme Variations, Opus 21, Number 1. I shared Brahms' intermezzo Opus 118 in the earlier episodes, talking about Brahms in general, him being a lover of tobacco, beer, and friends, and lover of classical style with his unique romantic era flavor. Brahms' musical style was very much modeled after Beethoven and maybe Schumann. He created his own style of voice using many classical forms with his own harmonic uses and rhythmic patterns. Brahms, pianistically speaking, often has full orchestral sonority, especially in his early piano works. He avoided descriptive titles often used by someone like Liszt. He didn't like a concept of program music, which has a title that describes the mood of the piece, nor he didn't like the extreme tendencies of romanticism in general. His 11 chorale preludes for the organ, written during the last years of his life, is looking back to those of Bach. composed several sets of variations, not only for piano but also in other medium as well. This shows his inclination towards classical form. Do you remember when I talked about Mozart's Twinkle Twinkle Little Star variations uh, in the earlier episode? This form of variation is very much classical music style form. And particular variation is really represents high classical style by Mozart. Brahms here put his own twist of flair uh, with the pianistic texture in his variations. Original theme variation of Strenuous One Number One is probably written in the late 1850s. This set of variation has been nicknamed the philosophical variations. I find this nickname is about perfect to describe this piece. I first encountered this piece probably in about 2007. 
I remember making a mental note in my head that I want to perform this piece one day when timing is right. This is one of the rarely played Brahms pieces, not like many people's say favorite in his variation, which is his Handel variations. This philosophical variations, its introvert and poetry-like character maybe is one of the reasons many pianists don't choose this piece to perform, <laughs> even though in my opinion it's absolutely gorgeous piece. The predominant mood of the piece is lyrical yet pensive, and we seem to glimpse the composer communicating with himself. I'm a little bit torn today. <laughs> Uh, but how to present this piece for you? Uh, as for the first time since beginning of this podcast in January 2020 this year, uh, the piece I would like to pr- share with you is about 17 minutes long. <laughs> Our past episode has been arranging from, I don't know, from 10 to maximum about 20 minutes in total, including sharing the piece at the end. So I thought about to share this piece with you, maybe the last movement of the piece. But then when I was playing through this piece today and realized again, this is an experience that only makes sense once you go through. The last variation, the last page of the coda, which is the most sublime piece of music, maybe one of the most beautiful pages of Brahms would not make sense unless you go through from variation 1 through 10. So I have to tell you that today's episode is going to be a bit longer than usual, but I'll be back next time in our usual length. This very piece makes me think of a journey, uh, perhaps a life journey. Have you ever have experienced that you're a certain event of your life that doesn't make sense at the moment? But when you go through, and years later, one day you realize, that's why that event of my life took place in my life. It makes sense now. When you listen this variation from the very beginning, and you finally reach its final page, where heaven's door opens up in the last page, in the last ten bars of this music, I hope you understand why this whole listening was necessary to get there. So it has 11 variations. So this particular piece was part of my project called Over Above Beyond, which is my last album. And, you know, you can still download it in Apple or, you know, buy in Amazon, whichever, or in my website directly. Oh, yeah, and then also concert project. So when I first wanted to program this particular variation in my project, I was very aware of the fact that this piece might be hmm, longer than those that I program in my concert nowadays, or it might be difficult for listeners to digest at their first hearing. 
So what I ended up doing was to collaborate with a visual artist whose name is Moon Sapshin. He's a New York-based illustrator. So I contact him and commissioned 13 different artwork from him to match each variations. So since including theme, it has 12 variations, but the last variation, uh, I asked him to create two of art because it, I, in my mind, it makes sense that way. So while I was performing this in a concert, on the projector above the piano, show the artwork per each variation. So I flew to New York to perform this piece for him in person. So we had many, many different kinds of uh, conversation and shared my reflection of each variation. Then Moonsup took his liberty to create the arts. It was such a fascinating process. Uh, and many of audiences thus far found that it was very helpful to have an artwork and fun and refreshing way of experiencing the piece. Unfortunately, podcast is not visual. I guess that is one of the reasons that I like about podcasts in general. But there will be some time for you to catch me in a live concert with all this pandemic happening. So I am planning to record this piece in my living room sometime uh, and share Moonsup's art along uh, in my YouTube channel sometimes. So please check it out and I will let you know as well. The theme is a beautiful melody in D major. Uh, Moonsup created an image of entrance of secret garden that you may find it in a fairy tale in the woods. Uh, there is a sun ray coming through the garden, representing the beginning of the journey. Variation 5 has canon-like texture, so left hand has its own voice following along the right hand. This is one of my favorite variations as well. <laughs> and uh, Moonsup created a close-up uh, pick one red rose for this. Uh, Moonsup drew illustrations with a nature, like a flower, trees, sky, in a field. And often you find that those flower, it becomes that bird, that the bird is becoming that sky. So it definitely has some narrative story within that illustration I found fascinating. Variation 6 has a lot of motion. What Munsap did with his artwork is that colorful leaves everywhere in the perfect uh, fall in the forest. Everywhere you see uh, there's uh, colors and moving leaves with the winds.
Variation 7 is the only one that uh, Moonsup also said this. We are in indoor. Uh, something very peaceful, pensive about it. Uh, delicate and pure aspect of the variation. It's also very well represented in that indoor one flower uh, sun ray shining through the window. Then we go through a very stormy variation 8 and 9. You may be able to picture yourself in a tornado or a storm of life. The whole variation is fairly balanced in its length, having two 9-bar structure. Except the last variation is the longest and breaks all the rules and about 5 minutes long by itself. So this is the beginning of the last movement. When you hear that whirling trails in the left hand, that symbolizes your beginning to enter into a new realm. And in that last movement, this is my favorite part of the whole variation. Moonsap drew one bird soaring through the blue sky. He said about this particular image with his own voice here. Everything is done. Mm -hmm. Everything is uh, you win and you success. So no more fear, no more worries. Not like that. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Another day just started. Mm -hmm. That is what I fear. Uh, this bird is flying to the sky. I mean, it's not the end. It can be the start and it can be the finish. If I choose only one thing to tell, either this image is like wish, hope. So in my album, I ask all of you to create an image in your head as you listen. That was my uh, listener manual <laughs> in my album. It might be harder to differentiate one variation to the other as you listen as a whole, but try to think of some image in your head. Then if you find that image in your real life, take a picture with your phone and share in Instagram or Twitter, hashtag project, or simply go to jiunkim.com uh, where you can leave voice or written message to this podcast. I will look forward to hearing from you and what you could imagine, uh, any images in your head. 
I will leave that link in the show notes below. So, okay, everyone, I think I'm ready. Are you ready? So, let's get on listening to Brahms Philosophical Variations performed by Jiun Kim.
I hope you enjoy the journey. I hope you could think of an image or your own event of your life. And please share with me. Next episode, I will be sharing another French composer, Maurice Ravel, Pabond pour un infant defunde. It's another poignant, magical piece. I think you will like that piece. I hope to meet you then. Thank you for listening. Bye.